Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories. This week, Benjamin Law is an Australian writer, broadcaster and absolute icon. He's written books, TV shows, plays. He hosts Stop Everything on ABC Radio National. He writes for Good Weekend. He's hosted documentaries. He's on Australian Survivor. I don't know when he sleeps. It's outrageous. Please enjoy this story that he performed at Melt Festival in Brisbane. Hello, Queer Stories. Can I hear it from the queer people here tonight? Yeah. And once again, from the straight and cisgender people. Wow, that is sad, just like your community. No, that's, that's a bitchy thing to say. You know what is another bitchy thing that I heard before I came onto stage? Um, Maeve Marsden was promoting Queer Stories on ABC Radio and apparently when she said one of the people presenting was Benjamin Law, the host said, Benjamin Law has spoken so much about himself over the years, what else does he have to say? (laughs) Which is bitchy and accurate. (laughs) But several months ago, something confronting and shocking happened to me that if I'm completely honest, I'm still processing. I still haven't discussed my feelings about it publicly yet because I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about it. But you know what? I know this is a safe space, yeah? And I'm ready to share because I don't think I'm the only one who's gone through this. And I find myself oscillating between fury and shame over what happened before reassuring myself that I didn't do anything wrong, that it's not my fault, and what happened to me isn't anything to be ashamed of. In fact, I tell myself, you should be proud that you're still here at all, on the other side of it. And I'm sure the injustice and unfairness of what happened to me happens to heterosexual people too. But what I've discovered is the pain of what I've experienced is compounded when you're queer in ways that I didn't expect. Because what happened is, I turned 40. (laughs) I know... I know what you're thinking, and thank you. My advice is use retinol and be Asian. (laughs) Honestly, though, what the hell? How did this happen? Yes, it's a privilege to get older, and yes, age is just a number, and yes, growing old is mandatory, but growing up is optional. That's something I saw in a mug in Kmart recently. (laughs) But you cannot ignore the weird feelings that come with ageing when you're a cisgender gay man, especially living in inner Sydney, where I'm based now, where youth is revered and age is denied. It is not uncommon for gay men I know at this age to be already getting preventative Botox or cosmetic procedures until they look like Baz Luhrmann or uh, a white person doing yellow face. Um, To be honest, though, I won't lie. I have been considering cosmetic surgery lately because I have a theory about this. Cosmetic surgery only makes white people look odd because it kind of makes you look Asian, whereas if I got it, you know. (laughs) So anyway, you turn 30 as a gay man and you're considered old. You turn 40 and you're considered dead. And as an older American acquaintance recently told me, you turn 50 and you're considered something worse than dead. You start being referred to in public as a gay elder. (laughs) So now when young men slide into my Instagram DMs and call me daddy, 
what used to feel like a subversive, funny joke because I couldn't possibly be their dad. Look at me, I can't even grow a beard. It really starts to hit home. Because mathematically and biologically, I could have actually fathered them. <laughs> at the same time, I'm not quite sure they've fully thought out the fantasy. Because have you met an Asian dad? Do you really want an emotionally remote man who plays mahjong, is obsessed with fruit and get-rich schemes and tells you your A- should be an A-plus while remaining incapable of telling you that he loves you? Okay, yeah, each to their own. Um, I'm not going to yuck your yum. As the late gay elder Leslie Jordan was fond of saying, every garbage can has its lid. But here's the rub. I do feel different in my 40s and not always in a good way. My bones are starting to creak. Injuries take longer to heal. My hair's thinning. My nostril hairs are growing longer and white. My teeth are really sensitive nowadays and my hearing's bad. And I don't know about you, but I'm making involuntary noises when I get out of bed. Like, oh, and oh. And I don't think 40 is necessarily old at all, but when the average life expectancy for an Australian man is 80-something, I've indisputably hit middle age. What I'm realising is I also actually really liked my 30s. And if you haven't hit them yet, you sweet summer lambs, I think you're going to like them too. When I hit 30, my friend, who was at least a decade older, told me I was going to love my 30s. It was, as he put it, a decade of weddings and babies. Another friend told me that the 30s were the best because you're old enough to know what matters, but you're still young enough to do it all. And true to this, I loved this decade. It was the decade I wrote things, books and TV shows and stage plays. I started a radio show with my friend Beverly Wang, Listen to Stop Everything, with me and Beverly on Friday mornings on ABC Radio National and anytime on the ABC Listen app. And I felt good in my 30s. After my 20s, where I had the double indignity of adult acne and having to wear adult orthodontics, my face finally kind of grew into itself. I had gravity-defying hair. It was the first decade I looked in the mirror and I didn't detest what I saw because gay men especially always have this low-level hum of body dysmorphia that follows them. But I started to like myself. My body, I got healthy, I got fit, life was good. But the same friend who told me I'd love my 30s then told me, oh, you won't like your 40s. It's all divorce and disease. Other friends, older than me, told me about how in their 40s they started to see a face that they didn't quite match to their mental expectations. It's a decade where people get sick, Parents get sick if they haven't already, and the caretaking dynamic between generations change. We are unambiguously the adults in the room now, and we need to have our shit together. Awful. <laughs> this all sounds really grim, I know. On the cusp of my 40th birthday, I asked my two older siblings what they had liked about their 40s so far, and they just stared into the middle distance unblinkingly and silent, which was a great response. <laughs> So desperate, I turn to a more bountiful source of wisdom, guidance and sage perspective, Twitter. And when I asked these people, friends, strangers and several Russian bots what they actually liked about their 40s, one response kept coming through over and over again. 
In your 40s, people said, you simply stop giving any fucks about what people think about you. Is this true? Is this true? Okay, good. Now, several months into my 40s, I actually think they're right. By this age, you've been through enough that the capacity to deflect, detach, and shrug off almost becomes instantaneous. And I've discovered that you feel a surge of gratitude for what you actually have. A lot of people don't make it to this age. A lot of people don't get to get older. And what I also have is I still kind of look okay, younger than a lot of guys my age. You see, when you hit your 40s, this is my theory, especially as a guy, you can look anything between a K-pop star and a snapping turtle. <laughs> I'm holding on to the fact desperately that I'm older than the New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet. I'm embracing occasionally getting asked for IDs in bottle shops, and when one kindly staff member asked to check my ID before looking at my date of birth and saying, wowee, <laughs> my 1,000-year-old gay goblin heart leapt with joy. Hitting 40 is also an opportunity of reinvention, the point where, if you're lucky, you have equal years behind and ahead of you. And there are so many possibilities. You could have a full-blown midlife crisis. You could leave all of your responsibilities behind and embrace a sluttier self. And I mean that in a slut-positive way. We love sluts here at Queer Stories. <laughs> well, you can do what this inner-city fag has done and discover nature. I know, I know. Anyone who knows me knows I spent a lot of my life shitting on the outdoors. But recently, I signed up to a five-day hike with friends that spanned over 60 kilometres in a national park an hour and a half northeast of Newcastle. And I loved it. I now own things like a camelback, a 65-litre hiking backpack and blister kits. I own a carabiner! <laughs> Which is to say, what I've become in my 40s is a lesbian. <laughs> and that, my friends, is the key to being comfortable as a 40-something gay man. Become a lesbian. If not sexually, then at least culturally. After all, these are the people whose very essence is not to give any fucks, who aren't afraid of getting old, who embrace practicality, worship utility, how else to explain Subarus. <laughs> These are a people who know how to make something out of nothing, who boldly wear jorts. <laughs> and they know when a gay man is in his 40s, raving about his insecurities about ageing, that sometimes the best thing to tell him to do is shut the fuck up, get a grip, and take the mic off him. Yes, Maeve, I am almost done. <laughs> I'm taking a lead from lesbians. And the next time I spiral about ageing, I'll take a breath, I'll take stock of what I've got, I'll be grateful, do something useful with my day, and go to Bunnings. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out Queer Stories on Patreon, where you can support the project for as little as $1 per month. Follow Queer Stories on Facebook for news and event updates. And follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter and Instagram. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.